I was sitting here thinking about what is it, what is the catalyst that is going to get the world to rise up? This is something that I know is coming, and I've known it since, I think, 2016. might have even been late 2015, and long before we knew anything about these, this sort of new world order uh, health insanity, health issue insanity. So what will it be? Now, it's probably not what I think it is. It could be, but it has to be along the lines of this. When you think about um, the nature of finding your path in life, it has to do with pursuing the things that you enjoy doing so that you stay in a state of being that is uh, open to and can see opportunities to take you where you want to go versus being in fear where you can't really see anything. You're just sort of locked in a paradigm of do or die survival mentality. So you just miss out. You can't see. Um, and that's, uh, that's just the nature of the game. When you look at um, what's coming, and I believe things that have been said even, the Great Reset, the Build Back Better, you'll be happy without ownership of anything. Based on what we've seen so far, the incredible level of corruption, election theft around the globe, the, uh, the election rigging through the machines, and just anything and everything that has happened, and yet we see that things are not uh, responding the way we had anticipated as just regular human beings, because then we had corruption across all industries, including justice, in uh, all countries. It's quite amazing watching this play out. I've actually, and many of us, uh, or many of those who uh, can sort of see a bigger picture, have been aware of this since the uh, Al Gore movie came out about global warming. When, uh, what was it? In the 70s, there were something like 6,000 polar bears, and now there's only 30,000 left. I love that one, because, I mean, that's the truth of it. Anyway, so what I think is going to happen, just cut to the chase, is... <clears throat> probably a mandatory global lockdown because of some kind of uh, negative health effect from the virus, which is 100% going to be directly related to the, uh, to the vax. Uh, that's, because we're seeing that happen already. Uh, media is covering it up, but we're seeing how people are getting very sick, dying, and uh, being disabled, uh, some temporarily, some permanently, you know, some celebrities coming out and saying, you know, they were scared. Eric Clapton was one. Very scared that he wouldn't be able to function anymore. Uh, other celebrities that immediately, you know, they died shortly after. Others that die about 30 days after. Things like that. Um, and that'll be, uh, and this, yeah, there's a lot of corruption out there to do with this. And that will be attributed to uh, some other strain of, of this bullshit. Anyway, this mandatory lockdown might also be accompanied by door-to-door -door mandatory vaccinations because it's going to take something that incredibly serious, undeniable, um, not related to some sort of product of a failing economy or, or a, a, you know, this global uh, health issue or whatever. It has to be something that stands on its own and its own corruption that... Um, people can see for what it is. Then we will see global uprisings and they will be fast and furious. 
I think that might be what takes down. Because I know that the local governments, uh, the national governments will be totally imploded. The local governments, those who are corrupt and, and backed up this sort of national globalist uh, attack on uh, their citizens, they will, they, I'm not sure what will happen to them. My understanding is they probably don't survive what's coming because you just can't hide from the truth anymore. Where are you going to run? Every country is going to rise up. There's no place to hide, not unless you have your own spaceship. So the leaders of these nations that have been put in place by a very corrupt, unelected New World Order government, uh, they'll have no place to hide. There's a lot of indication that they're aware of what's coming. They just don't have a choice to, uh, but to do what they're doing. When we look at um, the politician in Ontario who uh, seems insane, you know, comes out with one thing and then another thing. Same with the health, the short little elf health guy down in the, in the United States, Fauci, and then the, the uh, I can't remember what her name is that leads the health here in Canada, uh, the sociopath that, uh, <laughs> that does what she does. Uh, you know, it's funny, when, when this thing first started, I was in a campground and there was messages put on the bathroom door, public washrooms, because I was living in the van. And, uh, and so I, I said to Adina, this is bullshit. And, and they put up a sign uh, at the First Nation housing area in Setchell, where Adina would walk downtown because she liked to go to the used stores and look at, for vintage stuff and uh, pick up a few groceries and things, <clears throat> get some exercise and get out and about. And the signs said, don't come in because of the, uh, you know, this, this virus. And I said, I, so I contacted every one of them, all the heads of, the, of these First Nations, because I grew up with First Nation in the Yukon. And I said, you know, here you are, you're isolating yourself, you're separating yourself in fear, and later on you're going to have to come together as a community, white and First Nation, whoever's living there, and you're going to have to work through this together because these communities are going to end up having to become sovereign, independent, and self-sustained because the supply chains are going to break down the road. This is over, I guess, over a year ago. And, uh, and all I got was one message back, don't ever contact me again. And I said, you know, so I didn't, but they're starting to see the writing is on the wall. And I, I imagine some of them understood that, that uh, there was a possibility there's a bunch of bullshit, and I provided some evidence as well. Um, what was I getting at? Shit. So going back almost, oh yeah, so I was in the campground and I called the hospitals because apparently, you know, people were dying in the streets. The pandemic had hit Canada and they were empty. So I asked people in the hospital uh, and in the people who do driver's licenses in Victoria, you know, they, they do the health card and the, not one of them knew a single person who was sick. Not one. Nobody in the hospitals, I must call 10 hospitals across BC, empty. <laughs> you know what I mean? But there was one person that knew somebody that, uh, somebody that knew somebody that knew somebody or something like that that treated somebody who was sick. It was non-existent. It was the same thing everywhere. It's when you talk to people who are truly afraid of this thing, the only evidence they have is the media is talking about it. CBC is talking about it. CNN is talking about it. But guess what? I haven't seen a single person sneeze. And I've been staying in campgrounds and using public washrooms, and now I'm in a, in a hotel where people come and go all the time, a busy hotel. I've never worn a mask except to walk past the front desk. And that's it in the entire time I've been here, and I don't do that very often. And I don't have uh, any indication of anything. And I've never seen anybody, having been in all these public places, not a single person that's sick. I got kicked out of Walmart for saying... Uh, Anyway, I won't get into that story, but they all bought into it. They bought into it because the media told them it's true. And that's the only pandemic there is, is uh, propaganda and bullshit. 
So we were talking today, my wife and I, about the vaccinations. And if one was to truly, truly take responsibility for what's for themselves and you know for their their um, community, for the roles they play in their community, they would actually look up things like what's in the vaccination. They would actually dig past the mainstream media and look to see who's dying from this. How many children have died from this so far? And they would look past the communist fact checkers and say, geez, I wonder where, how come they showed up all of a sudden? Fact checkers everywhere. Um, how come there's so much corruption and yet we never hear of any high profile arrests? How come there's so much trafficking and yet again, it's never in the media? What is going on? You know, and I look at this and I understand that this is the solution playing out. This is the divergence of, I would say, mentality and perspective. This is the separation game between those who will remain asleep and those who are waking up to understand that what Build Back Better means is total global communism through a variety of strategies of controlling energy through the fake global warming initiative uh, coming out of uh, the same United Nations, the Intergovernmental Panel on Climate Change, which involves no real scientists, just policymakers, believe it or not. And those, on the other hand, who go, holy shit, I'm not going to go into fear. I understand what's going on here. I'm watching the corruption expose itself across the globe. And uh, I might make this one a little longer because I just wanted to talk about communities very quickly. And so they are more geared to letting go of the fear, realizing they'll be okay, letting this play out as it needs to play out, not resisting it, again, and going into fear, but essentially being ready to step back into the community to rebuild the communities because the governments are going to be defunct, broken, and gone. The supply chains that supply the big nationals that backed up the world governments are, going to, are st finally starting to realize that they won't survive it economically, many of them, and then a lot of them are joining the ranks of the Amazon suppliers. Um, yeah, so, I mean, we're going to end up having to be, I'd say in the next four years, it's a good time to learn or find a way to start growing your own food because now we have all kinds of orchestrated shortages of wood and food and energy and water, and if you dig deep into those things, you'll find that there's whistleblowers out there saying the lumber yards are full of plywood in the back yards. It's just a strategy to, to uh, again, attack the economy in many, uh, from many different angles. And, uh, and that's just the truth of it. For those that uh, think otherwise, they're getting their information strictly from the few people that own the, all of the media. And keep in mind, CBC is funded by the Canadian government to the tune of, what is it, $600 million? Was the, I don't know. Every year they get a whole millions of dollars because nobody's buying it. Nobody's buying news from CBC. They are funded by the propagandists that run them. But, you know, same with CNN. And uh, the trust factor of the mainstream media last year was down to 8%. And I, I would say, I suggest this year, it's probably down to nothing, except for the drones, the truly, truly, truly brainwashed. Yuri Bezmanov, what an amazing, uh, yeah, we get a lot of these ambulances going by. I assume these are vax victims or vaxidents uh, on the road because of the dazed and confused drivers that get that vax. Anyway, um... Yeah, maybe I will keep it if I can. Where are we? 11 minutes and 30 seconds. So let's keep it at that. The next recordings I want to deal with, and I might do another one today, I'm not sure, are about relationships because we are about to come into a world where <coughs> our relationships with everything are going to change. They're changing already. They're coming into something completely different. And it's beautiful and wonderful. And uh, it's based on 
Wisdom and compassion and what's best for the community. No more of this corruption, controlling everything that moves from, uh, yeah, nefarious places around the globe that aren't even within your community or within your country. So I'm going to leave it at that and I'll talk to you later.